Welcome back to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. Today is Monday, October 26. Uh, this is our uh, Go Be Wyoming uh, state news segment. This segment, we're going to recap some COVID-19. Um, there's a possible investigation into the Wyoming Gun Owners um, Association or group. And um, mysterious, is there a conspiracy going on in Wind River? Zach, so we'll get into that. Um, got some interesting stuff, so we'll um, let's jump right into this. Let's get this out of the way because I hate talking about it, but like we're you and I both are kind of in this spot where we got to talk about it. Yep. Um, let's go over the uh, let's go over the numbers, and then you and I can talk about kind of our experiences with COVID and lockdowns and things like that. Um, yep. So. Um, the Cowboy State Daily last week gave a um, an update. So the the State Department of Wyoming, we have done over two hundred thousand tests for COVID. Um, so that's oh, I don't know. That's probably probably almost half of the population. Is that right? I don't know what Wyoming's population is. Probably should know that. But it's got to be pretty close though, because the state is around five hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, close to half. So uh, anyway, so over 200,000 tests, let's just say that. Um, we are recording this on 21st. The death count is 61. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just keep going here. So from out of the, out of the 200,000 tests, 8,000 have been positive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of the 8,000 positives, obviously there's 61 deaths. That death rate is 0.007. Okay. If you flip that to recovery, that's 0.993, which in uh, statistics, that's 100% for any of you out there that are mathematicians. Um, and I think, I think here, Zach, I, you know, um, the state says there's only about um, 6,900 recovered. Which, you know, that makes you if you're if you're thinking logically in your head, you know, you're like, well, hold on, we have, um, you know, there's been eight thousand positive, and then we've got twenty five hundred active, right? Right. So you got to make sure you're checking everything, right? Because I think they're keeping the recovery low because we do have twenty five hundred people throughout the state with active cases, right? Yeah. Now. I don't think we've looked into it. Maybe we should. How does the state of Wyoming dictate you're recovered? You know, so anyways, but so there's some discrepancies there as on when you're trying to figure out like who's recovered, who's not recovered. Um, yeah. Well, even those two numbers together give you more than 8,000. Yeah. So yeah, that is interesting. Does, does serving your two weeks count as recovered? Um does taking a Nate, do you have to get tested again after you've done your, I mean, I don't know why you would, if you, I, I don't know. Surgery it, weeks. Yeah. And like, I think we can get into this. I don't think we need to, you know, I, I did the math. I'm like, we've had about three or four deaths over the last two weeks. And that's where we've seen our spike of about the 3000, mm-hmm. you know, that rate there is still not even, you know, it's anyways, but yeah, no. So like to go on this conversation, right. So, um, in my house, somebody was tested positive. So we locked down. I went and got tested. So I was negative. I guess 
that is our question and not that I'm saying that I want the state to be calling up on us and saying, Hey, you know, um, you know, is, is your, is your wife recovered? How do you feel? You know, cause it's like, well, I got tested and I'm negative. Now I will say to the people out there that could have been a false negative, I guess, whatever. Um, but I don't know, we can get into this loop all day about, you, you know, how do we know, you know, uh, how do you know you're recovered? You know, how do the, how does, I guess, and how does the state know that I'm recovered? You know, um, anyways, but Zach, you're kind of in the same boat. Yeah, I'm in quarantine. Um, my roommate tested positive this past Friday. Um, and uh, so I think maybe the way they're judging uh, recovery in, in Montana is, Every morning I get an email that says, you know, take the survey, click if you're, you know, which of these symptoms do you have? Um, but every day so far, it's been no symptoms. So I'm either asymptomatic or I don't have it. Now, I, there, I don't think there's any way I don't have it just because of the way my roommate and I schedule has been those that last half of the week. He was everywhere I was. So um, anyway, I, I, it's... Yeah, it's it's frustrating because I feel totally fine, you know, but and and well, so then okay, here's the other thing. I they told me not to get tested until I show symptoms, so I, I'm go I'm basing my my health as asymptomatic, um, so that's frustrating because I feel fine, but I have to stay here because I could give it to somebody else. So um, the other thing is I still have to serve my two weeks, so. Uh, you know, I guess to let that incubation period pass or whatever, but, um, it's, it's frustrating. Um, yeah. Well, and then now, you know, you're missing out on practicum. We were talking about it yesterday. Um, you know, um, obviously people are missing work, you know, and it's, um, I don't know. I think this, I just think it's all, uh, none of it makes sense. <laughs> and I yeah. think we've, we've said it before. This is probably why, you know, not to say it's anybody's fault, but it's just, this is probably why the government should not be involved just because you've got to go through all these different hoops and all the answers are different. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then last thing, you know, we will maybe, uh, I don't think we'll talk about it in the local news, but you know, the Sheridan hockey team, I think they're going to quarantine because they may have been exposed. And I know a gentleman that he's, he's housing one of the kids. Right. So over the weekend, he's like, so what do I do? He's like, should I just go get tested? You know, or, you know, they're, they, they waited all the way until Wednesday, which makes no sense to me. Right. If they, if they think they're exposed, test them all right now and see who, you know, who has it then quarantine anyways. Um, but he's trying to call the hospital over the weekend. And again, this is like, no, shot at the hospital here but they're like yeah if it's life or death then come in and it's like well i thought this whole thing was life and death like i thought this whole global pandemic was life and death so i guess i guess i just can't bring my family in to get tested only monday through friday so it's like that doesn't like what now and again this isn't a shot at the hospital but it's like what like if this is such a big deal then if he wants to go get tested if he thinks he's been around somebody Go, like, just absurd to me. 
Yeah, I mean, if you if you turn on CNN, if you watch any Joe Biden campaign, they're just going to ram this down your throat that COVID, you know, was what number one, Donald Trump's fault. And then number two, like, <laughs> we're all going to die from it. Yep. They're still harping on it, you know. But we just told you right here, there's a nine point, it's a 99% recovery rate. If If I am asymptomatic, why can't I keep wearing my mask? Sure, I'll wear, if I am asymptomatic, I will wear my mask everywhere, outside, up, down, I don't care, I'll do it. And if you are so concerned that you might catch the virus, you wear the mask too, or you stay inside and don't go outside and live in fear. Yep. Yeah, and, and um, I was looking at the university, you know, Wyoming, they've had 600 cases, right? And they, they've just got these rapid tests and they're gonna do more testing, they're gonna test twice a week, and I'm like, okay, wait, you've had 600 positive tests. No one's died. But let's keep wasting money and keep wasting time and keep testing. Like, now I get it from the school perspective. We've talked about it. They have liability, right? Because if that one kid does die, then for whatever reason, it's the school's fault, which makes no sense to me, but it is. That's the world we live in. Um, so anyways, it's... We got to talk about it because you and I have just went through it again where it's like you got to lock down and um, yep. I, I bet Montana probably gave you a, a state order, right? A state health order. Yeah, that I got something, an email from the county. Um, I didn't even look at it. I just like, yeah. whatever. But. I, I, I think I told you, I was surprised. I got, once she was positive, we got those letters immediately. And I was like, okay, one, that's scary. You know, I don't appreciate now. It's like we gave them all that information, but it's like, I don't know. That's no, like, and so they're fast at that. I should say, I should say that they're fast at that giving you an order, but it takes you two, three days to give me a test, you know, and then we won't test you over the weekend, you know? So it's like, I don't know if you're, if, if you do not see the absurdity of the government having control of any aspect of your life, you're not getting this at all. And we'll just move on because you're, you, you're not understanding what we're talking about. So yeah. Um, last thing on COVID and we need, I want to get like Bo on and Cyrus and Kenner and be like, what's your opinion of this? Uh, but so the state legislative session, when they go into session, the staffers have to wear masks, but the representatives and senators don't. That's their opinion. That's their option, which I'm like, yeah, that's, that should be their option. But it's like, I think then it should be the staffer's option as well. I don't understand because I imagine they're going to test them every day or they're, you know, they're going to do the temperature. Yeah, I wonder, you know, some places have done like this bubble thing where like you lock down for like the two weeks and then you go ahead. So, I mean, why not have them do that then? And then nobody, I mean, you probably, you wouldn't be able to leave your hotel room and then. You know, you wouldn't be able to go anywhere outside the, the Capitol building. But still, like, if you're that worried about it, why not do the whole bubble thing? Yep. That's a good, you see, we need to get those guys on because I feel like we'd have a difference of opinions on the bubble, right? Because, you know, Cyrus and Bo living up here. So you're saying for the whole two months, we're going to be in a bubble, you know, doing, you know, like, I, I can, I don't want to speak for Bo, but I think he'd be like, no. He's like, because I that's two months away from my family that I'm stuck in a hotel room in Cheyenne in the middle of winter anyways but that, that that is an option I mean we've seen sports leagues do it um 
anyway, so that's it. Let's get away from COVID. But um, keep it in kind of the politics here, Zach. Um, this article here from the Trib, Casper uh, Star Tribune, fascinating, uh, fascinating how Cheyenne is really flip-flopping. Um, and and not not that that's bad. It's just they're seeing a lot of swings um, in recent history, um, and so uh, we'll probably keep an eye on that. Um, you know, I I do want to bring up one of our first things we ever talked about on the show was watching Cheyenne's mayor, who she didn't get reelected in her primary, so she's out. But she pretty much was complaining that. Cheyenne needed more tax revenue and this was before like the heat of everything um so it's kind of like I think Cheyenne right now is having a real maybe identity crisis on what 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 they want to do I guess yeah yeah this is going to be uh an interesting race to watch here um you know Wyoming typically stays pretty red um across the board so every time we get something like this we keep a close eye on it um just to see you know what what's going to happen so this uh this will be a uh just adds to the election excitement <laughs> yep totally and um like if, like we said we're probably going to keep an eye and see if someone does get you know um upset or whatever um so anyways all right let's get into the weird stuff Yep. So uh, I think it's Wapiti, isn't it? Wapiti? Is that how you say that? Wapiti. Sure. Um, big story. I think this happened late last week. Um, and then obviously some restaurants and stuff in Cody are supporting this same-sex couple. Um, you know, I want to make it clear right now how I stand is the county sheriffs or Cody police, they definitely should file charges, um, maybe even arrest those people that were on these this couple's property and threatening them that that definitely trespassing. And then I think, I think you could get them for threatening, I would imagining. But, um, so that's first and foremost, that, that, that has no place here in Wyoming. This has no place anywhere. And, um, you know, if you are that arrogant and ignorant, you, you know, um, this just, that's not, that's not acceptable. Yeah, no, I, I want to echo that 100%. And, uh, you know, while, like we just talked about with uh, Lindsay yesterday, um, she talked about just the community and the, the love for the people of Wyoming that she has. You know, she talked about go be Wyoming to her means writing for your brand, helping out your neighbors. Um, and this is the complete opposite of that. Yeah. Um, this, can, this just gives Wyoming a, a bad look. You know, we've already got people who talk about the Matthew Shepard thing, and this just adds to it. Yeah. Um, so we, we do not condone that behavior at all. Yep. Hundred um, percent. Now, this takes a weird turn, just because, and I think I think the reporting is bad because they led this couple with some questions that it's just like, this is where we're going. Mm -hmm. um, they started bringing up, the couple said that they are scared because Wyoming obviously has a history of gun ownership, right? Mm -hmm. And I totally understand what they're coming from, right? You know, we, you know, rifles, people have a lot of rifles, long range rifles for hunting. Um, 
I just want to say, I, hopefully they don't take this spin as like a second, you know, an anti-Second Amendment thing, because that has nothing to do with what just happened. It, it's more of these people are being ignorant and being dumb um, and doing a hate crime. Um, this has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. Um, and that's, that's, that's all I wanted to say. I just think the reporting is poor on wherever, um, because it wasn't Cowboy State Daily, they pulled it from somebody else, but yeah. um, What's your thoughts on that, Zach? Yeah, I would say when you read this, again, don't take this as like an anti-Second Amendment thing. These are just people who, I mean, I have every right to feel targeted and maybe feel like they're, they have a target on their back. Um, So, you know, there was something in here that I wanted, to, and again, I don't know if this is the reporting, I don't know what the question was, um, but this is something I've seen a lot from people, and it's this idea of hate speech. Um, I'll quote what the, the neighbors said to, to this couple. Um, where was it? Uh, they said, we don't like your kind. Uh, your kind's not welcome here. You need to leave. Um, and again she she claims that's the hate that's a hate crime the trespassing is a hate crime um this is just my own belief on that i don't just because you don't like or agree with what somebody says doesn't make it illegal um offensive speech is protected you know what's offensive to you aaron might not be offensive to me and vice versa right um I think using this kind of language, this kind of rhetoric about what was done amps up and builds up the, uh, you know, the field to the fire of this situation. Um, you know, again, if you were attacked because of your sexual orientation, then yeah, I would say, okay, that was a hate crime. Um, but just having these words spoken to you, again, we do not agree or condone what was said or done, but I'm tired of people advocating for banning speech that hurts their feelings or that is offensive to them. Um, again, I get it. It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't make you feel safe, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Well, and like we said, we started off by saying those people should be arrested for trespassing, you know, or, or some sort of, you know, threatening to damage a property or something like that. Cause, cause they were on their property. I mean, that's, that's a fact. So it's like that, trespassing at least um i agree though you know saying what they said should not be charged as a hate crime like we said we don't agree with what those people did and what they said but um yes offensive speech is protective speech and it's like i use the example of there were some pro athletes that were saying the the earth is flat okay we all know it's not flat Okay. Am I going to go after him and say, Hey, that's, you know, that's, that's uh, offensive to me, you know, or whatever. No, you know, it's like you, you know, whatever, if that's what they want to believe, that's what they want to believe, you know, and that's, that's what makes this country awesome is we can go out and say whatever we want. Now, does it make it right? No, but you know, that's, that's the country we live in. And that's, that's, and that's okay. Right. Um, Because we can have these conversations, Zach and I can say, sit here and say, what they did is wrong and what they said is wrong um, and what they believe is wrong. But guess what? They have the right to say that and they have the right to believe that. Right. Uh, now, do they have the right to go on somebody's property and do that? No. Um, right. Now, and I, I think we should add too, 
if what they said was, you know, we're going to force you to leave or implied some sort of threat, then of yeah. course there's the, the line. You can't advocate for violence. Yeah. But simply saying your kind isn't welcome here, you know, we don't like your kind isn't yeah. is speech. Yeah, and we don't, you know, we don't know anything that was exactly said, but uh, anyways, but um, I think the big thing for us, Zach, is saying those people should definitely be charged with trespassing, you know, and again, that type of behavior is not allowed here, um, regardless if you believe that or not about same-sex marriage and all that stuff. Yep. You don't do that. Yeah. Um, yep. You and I are, are both Christians. Uh, we both live by the commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But just, um, so anyways, just weird stuff going on there. And then, um, <laughs> the Northern Arapaho tribe, man. Um, so last week we had talked about one of their judges. She was convicted of, you know, uh, drug conspiracy, whatever you want to call that. Um, what's interesting about this article is it brings up sports gambling. So sports gambling has been around for a year now. Um, this article though is fascinating, um, in regards to, they talk about, you know, the Northern Arapaho tribe, and I don't know where they're getting this information, but last year was fighting it, right? They didn't want any sports gambling. Um, but now it seems like the tribe is like, oh yeah, let's go all for it. Um, and again, this article doesn't really say anything like where they're getting this information. They just claim there's dark money, which I'm like, okay. I mean, I could say that's dark money too, but I don't know. I don't believe in coincidences. You know, you have a judge from this area. She just got arrested with her sister and a boyfriend for drugs, you know, for trafficking drugs, selling drugs. And then now the tribe is all of a sudden switching their tune about, we want to do some sports gambling on the reservation. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, this could be a book. This could be a movie. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It talks about, you know, the state began looking at regulating gaming in 2019. um, And the tribe did everything they could to kill it because they didn't want the rest of the state like taking away from their own gambling casino money yeah um, which i mean it makes sense but at the same time then they've like they've seen one area i guess that was left out in the wyoming regulation or whatever and like oh we're gonna take that one then, you know and so it's yeah i mean why why does there have to be this hostility still between between the two like why can't there be some sort of compromise or you know deal to make the to make it work for all parties yeah well and it could be you know to be to be honest you know the the res i mean there's different you know we can get into that minutia of you know how do we treat the reservation you know is it is it its own thing or not so but that's we're getting to the weeds on that but anyway it's just fascinating i think um i agree it's like how about you just make it simple like why, why does it have to be so hard about you know sports gambling but um, um kind of changing gears some good news so the mullen fire um they've got over half of it contained and i would say you know the cold weather recently has definitely helped no more wind some snow and some moisture so 
we'll keep an eye on that. So that's good news. They've got more than half of it contained. Um, okay. This one, I think this one's real interesting. Um, so the secretary of state, um, has said that they, I think what's happened is someone finally wrote a complaint as, as per the state statute, someone has to write a formal complaint to the state about lobbyist groups or PACs. Um, then this complaint um, is claiming that the Wyoming gun owners, I think it's the Wyoming Gun Owners Association or group, yep. um, they have not complied with state statute where they have to file as either a lobbying group and or a PAC. Um, I kind of agree with that. It's actually, yeah, if, if they are not registered at either, uh, uh, as either one, that is bad because they definitely were running ads and, and, you know, political ads, um, campaigns, right. uh, versus candidates. Um, my only big, my only big note to it is then we better be looking at any other sort of groups or organizations. Um, you know, it, it, um, and I think this is where it becomes a slippery slope, right? I think, yes this group if they did if they did not file as a lobbying group or a pack that's wrong they should have um and and they what's weird in state in the state of wyoming is they have time to do it now which just means they have to show who their donors are which you know but um anyways that's my take i think if you're going to do that then we better the state better be looking at every other organization yep. or group and not necessarily just because this gun owners group was running a lot of ads. I think we should be looking at other groups that may necessarily not be running ads, quote unquote, but have a lot of influence and have a lot of, um, you know, I think misinformation. We've kind of talked about some, some groups already like that, but um, sure. what's your take Zach on reading this? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they were in violation of the campaign finance law because they, weren't set up as a pack um and obviously they were in violation of the rules but i agree too i you know we talked about uh liz cheney is trying to look into some of these other groups um especially kind of conservation groups um in and around the powder river area um you know wanting to see where their money's coming from and so i think you know i'm sure there are audits and stuff that happen but I don't know how often those are, how thorough. So, you know, definitely in big election years like this, there should be some sort of audit to see uh, where your your PAC's money is coming from. Um, and even each individual campaign uh, should, should have some sort of uh, audit for that as well. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is something, like you said, this, this has been going on the last couple of years, it, it, you know, uh, federally, nationally, you know, globally, you know, how do you, in, in, you know, how do you know who's who, you know, who's, you know, saying stuff and things like that. So, uh, but um, like I said, th th this group has an opportunity. All they have to do is file and then show, you know, if they're a PAC, they got to show who their donors are. Um, yep. I think they have to do that the same thing. If they're a lobbying group, they just have to pick which one they are. Um, and then what's funny is if they don't, then it's a $500 fine, but then I think it's like a full on like investigation. So right. yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. Attorney um, general. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Well, that is it for state news. Thank you for listening to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. This week we will record another episode and give you an update on the gun owners group um, and this complaint filed with the Secretary of Wyoming. We've got some interesting stuff on that. That's a developing story. If you enjoy the show, please like, share, and subscribe. And thank you for listening. Go Be Wyoming.